That's a huge spike. Greg Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Just a completely circular name. A man that just looks perfectly his namesake. <laughs> Grunberg. Just Grunberging around on set. That wasn't even his last name when he was born. It's yeah. just his parents looked at him and was like, ah, it's a Grunberg. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Snap Wexley. Named after, of course, the noise when he sits on any given chair. Hey. Pretty good. Hi. High points. Look at a reasonable beef. So it's okay. the damn Star Wars episode. Welcome. New year, new beef. Uh, we're, we're, we're throwing off the format. This is our general Mandalorian Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I feel like the, the takes have been had for uh, TROS or T-Ross, mm-hmm. as us uh, hard star heads Every call it. Every take's been had. Okay. All right. Is more just every was the connective tissue there. It wasn't yeah. even like rhyme with the other. No, it's fine. It's fine. This is just, it's a, called a podcast. We just fill time. Dominic, I'm sorry. Yeah. Or I just want to open this sorry? with, I'm sorry, because I understand that you got on that hype train. You you punched your ticket three weeks ago. Just, you didn't, you I didn't really expect did. to, but you, you found your way on there. I didn't. Well, here, I, I think it occurred to me when this one was coming out that I actually really loved the new trilogy. And I, I always knew I loved force awakens. And then obviously last Jedi was very fun to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. but I didn't like really quite realize like, Oh, they're going to like wrap this shit up. It's about to be over. I'm not going to like, there's not gonna be another time I'm excited about, Ooh, what happens to Kylo Ren, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was it. And then I, that really occurred to me and I was like, I started getting really sentimental about, how excited I was for Force Awakens and how special of a thing it was between me and my little brother. Cause he was like, how old was he then? 11. And that was like this, uh, he loved Star Wars and he loved Star Wars video games. And I'd shown him, you know, the movies and the prequels and stuff. And then he was like, Whoa, I get, now I get to go to the theater and there's new Star Wars. They're going to tell me new things right. that also Dami doesn't know. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> then, the, it's the promised new Star Wars. It's the, the, um, and, the, the what, what's the word? I, I don't know if it if it actually came about, but it's it's the prophesized like box. Sure. Yeah, it's it's the, the prophesized like, oh, here's a new trilogy for the new generation so they can enjoy Star Wars, too. I, right. I don't know if it ever quite captured that magic, but it is. I, I totally understand being hooked by that. That feeling yeah. or that promise. That and listen, I love Force Awakens. I think Force Awakens is actually weirdly for as many loose ends and, you know, unanswered questions it deals with. I think. Now looking at this trilogy, that's the only one yeah. that, in my opinion, knew, I felt the most cohesive, if that makes sense. Because even yeah. even Last Jedi, you can look at, and I love it, we've talked about it a million times, but you can look at it as like, yeah, but is that really what we were doing? Is that is that what, and that's, it's cool that it went that way. I think that's, it's very, it's inspired and he's very smart, but like, was that actually what the first one was teeing you up to do? Because I don't yes. think so. And and, and yeah, I, uh, I mean. <laughs> exactly, and the discourse has been done to death. And I do agree that I, I think it's frustrating and, and a little uh, a little cocksure to take what TFA sets up and take it in the direction that it went. But then, I mean, this is obviously not a new, fresh take. But for the rise of Skywalker yeah. to not address any of it and to just kind of go back to the the perceived status quo that they established with the one. Um, one being like, uh, you know, force awakens, very bizarre choice (laughs) and and extremely like this movie really is the ultimate Disney movie. Like really not looking at the, the flaw, just like kind of just like blazing forward at all costs. Um, yeah. And, and like uh, to the point where I can't tell if I disliked it or not, I can, I can definitely tell you it's a bad movie, but I can't tell you that I had a, I had necessarily a bad time with it. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I could say like, oh, wow, this is like a goddamn for travesty, it, right, but for as an invested For as pants on head member. stupid as it is, um, I mean, yeah. I do still like to travel the galaxy with my friends, Finn, Ray, and Poe, and, and get the little baubles and get the <laughs> knife, get the Death Star knife. Well, you know what I'm a couple hundred pages into right now? Uh, a uh, fucking- Finn, Ray, Poe, uh, uh, polycule fan fiction. 
where they they uh, all oh, so, life on the galaxy. So you do get my emails. Okay, oh, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want to respond when Look, I send them, but he's reading. I sometimes them. click on spam to see if uh, if uh-huh. if I get special coupons that I missed. No, I'm starting to read the uh, heir to the empire, man. The, the Thrawn. Yeah, the Thrawn John. Thrawn. Thrawnology. Because uh, it occurred to me as however how many weeks has it been? Uh, three, it's three, two weeks, three weeks, three, three weeks. Weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting around and I'm like, I really like Star Wars. And it's over. And they, they've, Luke is, that's it. They did that. Never gonna see that again. And then, I, like, I remembered, like, wait a second. There's an entire alternate universe of sequel storytelling that they just swept aside. And if I end up liking it more, maybe that's what I more decide is what happened. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That, that is that is really the the underlying sentiment to all of this discourse where it's it's like, what, what do you really care as to what canon is or what do you really care as to what like the parent company has determined is the future course for Star Wars? If there already exists a big ass. Um, it's just a backlog of I stuff. I do love I love Ray and Kylo Ren. I, like I that I'm very I was very excited by that whole vibe. And I think even in Force Awakens, for as much as people say it was like playing by the books, that was like a very interesting even just with kylo alone it was cool that it was like oh that's our bag i mean we talked about this we've probably said this three times on beef but his pull to the light being the like instead of oh i feel like i'm gonna be a bad guy he's like oh shit i think i might be a good guy right that's awesome that's a very cool yeah i mean how could you say that the instinct to couch the new star wars trilogy in star wars nostalgia and have your characters be look this isn't darth vader not in, not to not in the dismissive way of like oh not Darth Vader but in like hey this guy you know you think you know this guy but not quite and the same thing with Ray where totally. it's like she's she has a bit of a, a of a darker you know a darkness to her um, <laughs> it has been it's been interesting reading the book and and it'll be like someone will be like the Emperor's dead and I'm like oh they don't know yet yeah and I'll go, oh wait it didn't happen yep <laughs> like as far as this world as far as this one's concerned. That motherfucker burned. Yeah, it's it seems very. Um, so here's this very the strange thing that so Disney needed to wipe away the canon. I think it's probably a good idea to wipe away the canon, but I feel like they immediately made everything more confusing and com- like complicated. You know what I mean? Like to to yeah. to wipe away. Yes. You know, people spent years uh, kind of trying developing these stories of alternate universe stuff, and they really didn't pluck from any of it. Like there is no story in which a, a, a clone of the Except emperor, for like Han's kid, right? Yes, yeah. Like uh, I was gonna say, even then, if I pick this up and I'm reading this, because timeline wise, where where the the first you know expand, expanded universe book or whatever the fuck they call it, where it, it takes place, like what five years after uh, Return of the Jedi yeah, or something? Like something it's not like it's not, it's nothing crazy. So like. You might pick this up and read this and think, oh, this did happen. Like, yeah, this this is fits the within the new. The new trilogy, but then it's like, oh, they're, you know, Leia's pregnant with twins. And then you're kind of like, oh, shit, is something going to happen to one of them? Like, why, why in the Ray movies is it just Ben? Am I, are we going to learn something? But that's, but I can feel that someone would pick it up and be fucking confused. And I mean, and there, there are elements of that in this new trilogy of the, oh, we are the dyad in the force. Why, why are you, why are you the dyad in the force? Is there any particular reason? Dude, it's got some cool ass imagery already as like a sequel thing, as like a continuation. What's, it, what's weird is that it's only five years after Return of the Jedi. Like that's the weirdest part because like to me, I'm reading this. Oh, I'm like, the Thrawn. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Luke lives on a, and he lives in an old the the Imperial Castle, right? Coruscant. Like, like whoa, that's that's really cool. Like they all moved in. Yep. Truly took over the Empire. That's really wow. What an image. Him on the roof. And I mean, so why are you reflecting on that? Does this just like frustrate you in face of how non-ambitious the new trilogy is? Is that kind of what so I'm feeling from you? It's much an ambition thing. Because, dude, even the book, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not, even, I'm not even halfway through it. And it's already deeply reverent of the other thing. Like, they more than one time have done something along the lines of like, like to remind you as if you're reading this Star Wars book and and don't know what happened in Star Wars where it'll be like Han will be like 
yeah, well, it's nothing like that time we were in the trash compactor. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we, no, yeah, <laughs> sure. Like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, of course. It's like not even an important piece of information. It's like, and there was that time that I, um, I deflected the, uh, that, that blaster blast and it freed my shackles. <laughs> Can't do that again, like I did in Return of the Jedi. I mean, in the five years ago. I mean, in the third movie. I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> yeah. End of chapter. And so it's like it's it's all going to be a little clunky and a little like oh, wow, Star Wars is is untouchable and yeah, you know. Yes. But I don't know. I, we can talk about Rise of Skywalker. I have a million problems. Can we just start if we're going to go from the beginning? The beginning of that movie is is psychotic. It's so fucking so funny. It's, it's, it's incredibly truly funny. strange. Yes. And I was on board when it started because it was weird. Because when it first began, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, it was cutting in a way that a Star Wars movie has never cut before. It was, it really did give me immediate reason to be worried. Because it was, here. here's my, we can just get rid of this now. My overarching, I think, feeling about it is that I don't think... Similar to how I feel with The Last Jedi, where there's all these really cool subversive decisions, but then there's a, something in the execution or the pacing of the movie that makes you be like, this is weird. Or it's it's truly, sometimes it's just dialogue. Sometimes it's just the way Luke reflects on where he's at in Last Jedi. That's maybe more what people reacted to rather than just taking at face value. Like, oh, he's kind of like depressed. He lost his way. He thought he won and he didn't win and blah, blah, blah. And in this, I feel like the emperor being alive still is not the stupidest thing in the world. It's not inherently a dumb idea. You write that right. down on a piece of paper, not stupid. Then there's little pieces of the decision that make it stupid. I think the Snoke clone, why? why? Sure. <laughs> That's <all. laughs> well, I mean, they, they needed to explain it, I guess, in one way. But I, I think my issue with it. And I, I don't even know if this is necessarily an issue because, again, there is a way to do to explain all this exposition in five minutes and not have it be laughably ridiculous. But kind of the way that they did it, even from opening crawl, like the 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 first paragraph of opening crawl is the dead speak. Uh, the galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast. They heard the emperor's voice at some time between the last movie and this movie. Everyone has heard the empire is alive and that's what's happening now. That is so cool, fucking fun. insane. That is a ridiculous yeah, turn. Sort of, but the, but that's a cool, that's interesting. Yeah, I agree. And, and I mean, yeah. and it's so such th a shake think up, about but, then, the first but then he, then he shows up and immediately all of this exposition immediately like, oh, Ray is actually not who you think she is immediately starts right. to, to, uh, dis like the, the secondary crew shows up and is starting to take apart what the first crew was building so that they could build their shit. Yeah. Like immediately well, you see the, it. The first movie, right? Map to Luke Skywalker. Uh -huh. That's the whole movie. We get Luke right at the end. This third one sets up in the beginning. In the opening crawl, I'm like, ooh, a map to the Emperor. Fascinating. What a cool dyad in the damn force. Oh, yeah. And then, but then the, in five minutes, the Emperor says, I'm alive <laughs> and I'm physically here and it's not a thing that you can wonder about for a movie. No, it's for real. It happened. And you're like, oh, well, I guess that, like, yeah, whatever mystery we would have had there is completely out the way. Because what I thought when that started, I thought, ooh, this is just like in Force Awakens where we, we all knew Luke was in it, but he wasn't in any of the trailers. And the first line comes up that says Luke Skywalker has disappeared or whatever, vanished, whatever it says. Right. And you're like, oh, fuck, totally get it. Promotional material suddenly all makes sense. This rules. Where are we going? And if the whole thing where it's like the Emperor's back, he's on the poster, we heard his voice, we see Ray looking at a big chair, which I thought was like a Gundam or something <laughs> that was moving. I, it was uh, whatever. And then first line, there's a the, it's the voice of Palpatine. We don't even know if he's alive. It's just we've there's been a broadcast. This could be old. It could be like a, a like a fail safe that he put in in place and it triggered when something happened. Right. And now everyone's kind of like. Oh shit. And like the, he's put the fear back into them. And then we have this, this cohesive thread in this new trilogy of like the looming specter of the fucking original star Wars movies. And now the, the, we've, we have all the characters being like, Oh shit. Is the emperor still alive? Are we actually, is that still haunting us? Sure. And then if the answer to that was like, no, he's not. Or if he is, he's like a fucking, you know, 
scraggly little force skeleton. And there's the cool. and that is the opposite side of Luke Skywalker's martyrdom of, of course, being like the conceptual Luke Skywalker of, of the galaxies hearing about like the way we ended with The Last Jedi going, have you heard right. about Luke Skywalker? Like, did you hear what he did? He's out there. He's fucking beating ass. And it's this it's the, yeah. the opposite of that with the Emperor of like, oh, he's back and he's he's actually beating uh, beating ass in the inverse. And I think it's very, uh, yeah. you know, to, to immediately show your hand. But again, that's but that why is was he, that's why shitty. Would, that's shitty. But like that is coincides with the rest of this movie, which is just go, 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 go. And enough has been said about sure. like them going around and collecting all the baubles. But I think that it really is just entirely concerned with the moment to moment action and just JJ ass sequences that he likes to do. Uh, they, they, everything else seems to have fallen by the wayside. And that's a good and bad thing. <laughs> I mean, mostly a bad thing, but it is not not entertaining. The problem is, man, listen, I think this is this is where I do. I believe them when they say that there's nothing malicious going on here. And I believe them when they say that there was not like a decision to course correct. I think what we're watching happen is a is a genuine organic disagreement. And I don't think that even means contentious, but I think that you're you're seeing maybe not even a disagreement is what I mean. You're seeing a, an organic difference in two people and what they think a movie should be or what they think a franchise movie should be. So I don't think when JJ's like taking stuff back or when he's saying like, Ooh, the emperor is actually Ray's grandfather. That's not him being like, I don't like her. Not her. I don't like her being no one. That's him genuinely taking in the information. Oh, Kylo tells her her parents were nobody. What about though, if her grandparents are star Wars and you're like, <laughs> I sure. Sure. I see. I see what's happening. But then I obviously everyone's going to interpret that as like shade. Sure. Lucasfilm Disney got scared and they didn't like the last Jedi reaction. I'm sure. Listen, I'm not so ignorant as to assume that that's not part of it at all, that they didn't have some sort of internal conversation about, oh, we want to, you know, if you look through their emails, I'm positive at some point they've talked about how like the reception of Last Jedi was weird. How can we kind of give people more of what they want, but not betray the last movie because this does need to be a trilogy. I'm sure they talked about it. Yeah. But I I don't, I I don't know. I don't really know about that because I I think about just some of the the key themes of the Last Jedi and and what they have to like. I see what you mean of how he reached the, this place organically, but to say that it's not a direct refutation of some shit in the first movie, like okay, so for instance, the the family stuff of of him making her a a Palpatine, um, I, the the last sequence of the Last Jedi is about like it's just some like slave child having access to the Force, which I feel like is supposed yeah. to indicate you know like. The, the the age of families and dynasties and all this shit does not matter. And then you have this very serious line of here of like Force Ghost saying to Ray of like you're a Palpatine, and you have to have the reaction of so fucking what? We've only known one of those guys. Yeah, granted he's been pretty yeah. tough, but like is that is that like a a family? Is that significant that she's a Palpatine? And why were her what parents been of a- absolutely just no significance? Just some people. It- that Palpatine. It would have been significant if we found out that, like, Palp- we knew his son or his daughter or someone in this trilogy before this. Like, if we there was a there was a living right. descendant of the Emperor, and maybe they're a good guy, or maybe they're a bad guy, maybe they're a nobody, and they've on purpose removed themselves from the fucking Star Wars story, and they're off on some planet. But like, I really uh, I find myself frustrated with this because it asks you to ask larger questions, especially the Last Jedi asks you to ask larger questions. Um, and then in this one, it says like, oh, it's just Star Wars, stupid. You know what I mean? And, and I, that, that seems to be yeah, the, the attitude of Star Wars, of new Star Wars in general. Like they want to make things dark. They want to make things complicated. They, they put out a Rogue no, One. And then they say, actually, it's just Star Wars, stupid. So then you have things yeah, like, yeah. okay, so Ray is a Palpatine. Isn't this a nice way to maybe add some layers to, to Palpatine himself? Like uh, uh, he's now confronted with the fact that he killed his kids. Maybe that was his final conversion to the dark side. Like he had to kill his son or, or, you know, uh, maybe we find some that there's still some light left in Palpatine because no one's never really gone, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, But, you know, it's it really just becomes the versus the evil empire. No, he's the final evil empire who actually is young now because he sucked. He sucked you guys both up. He sucked you guys. You guys both, both got sucked <laughs> way up. Um, 
Yeah, and, and, and of course, yeah, and of course, yeah. the treatment of Kylo Ren, it, it sucks. So it just sucks. But I guess we'll talk about that in a second. His arc is yeah. very stupid that he gets to survive. I think it, or that he gets to I think to it's die. okay that we. I think it's okay that we can go very macro here because, like, when we get lost in, like, why did we spend? What the fuck was the sword? Why yeah. did we do that? What, what was the sword, man? What do you mean? Why what did sword? what? The the dagger, the 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 thing that for some reason was written in Sith, and then we can't tra- translate it. Why not yeah. just start with we have a Sith fucking data card? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I it just why do we got to go find a fucking and knife have it, so and that's that's and, kind of why I I think that I I understand the unique um like brain disease that makes people think that there's like a secret JJ cut that there's way more here because you look at the fact yeah, that so yeah. the bauble that they need is the the weapon that was used by this, first of all, incredibly character designed looking alien. You know what I mean? Looked like they put a lot of work into the way that this alien looked and existed. Not only that, this is a, like a Sith weapon that also killed the son of Palpatine and the main character's parents. You know what I mean? Oh, like, like God. there's there's significance yeah. to this weapon and there's significant like and, and that event and that act. There's real significance to that act for to the the whole of this arc of like Palpatine yeah. ordering the killing of his parents or of his fuck. You know what I mean? Of his, of his, his kids. His kids. Yeah, and it really is just the, blown the, by. Here's uh, we can maybe make some marker points as we go on here, but this is my maybe, 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 maybe the largest unforgivable. Uh, what's the word? Like, like sin refusal of something that the, Last Jedi sets up refutation. Ray's parents could have they could have been nobody, and her grandfather could have been the emperor. But what fucks that all up deeply to me is that her parents were actually good people. Right. I needed if we saw in this flashback like your parents like they were shitty people. They they were they he was your dad was was shunned by the emperor. He should have been royalty and he wasn't. So he was a drinker and a gambler and he had this kid and he knew she was strong with the force or people kept saying, Oh, she's strong with the force. So he sold you for drinking. He sold you to, to get something for his own life. And then they died and they're buried in the desert somewhere. They were shitty, but, and guess what? Not only were they really shitty, but the reason they were really shitty is because you are, unstoppably evil in your blood like right. f- cool fine let's get we can there's a spin there there's a spin there where we don't feel like it just pumped the brakes and did a 180 yeah but i we, mean but it, we don't feel that way we watch exactly. it and then this is this is why every article is like the biggest fuck you to ryan johnson like <laughs> and it really does feel um i just recently rewatched the force awakens and i really like how silly and reverent and commercial of a movie it is how it really is just like exactly it's entirely content with being the new star wars and the last jedi as much as i do like so for instance the the whole thing of uh of it there being an overclass that's uh benefiting from the star wars and is financing and has been financing the star wars since the fucking prequels that's just never grappled with and in like especially in this one i mean the the emperor has been making a fleet of star destroyers with star killer technology for like 30 years we're not going to grapple with like that thing that we established in the second one and i and i get that it's star wars we're not going to like uh i don't want to watch a star wars movie where they're they're um like prosecuting war financiers for war crimes in like some kind of international yeah. space court. But you know what I mean? Well, like, don't, like th- that's the kind <laughs> of thing where the articles talk about refutation, where that's the kind of shit that Ryan Johnson wanted to introduce into the new trilogy. And honestly is instinctively as someone who wants to make movies that say something uh, is the right call. Like that's the message for modern times is talking about like who benefits from forever war. Who's actually like, you know, the emperor is evil right. for sure, but who is actually benefiting from the forever war? And Disney had no interest in, and JJ had no interest in doing that. Also, understandably, especially listen, man, this is you're you're tapping a great vein here, and this is what it could have should have. We are we have the privilege of we're not on the blank page after Last Jedi was over. We're not we're looking at what. Let's imagine this was the first draft they sent over. You'd be like, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. Here's how we can like spin that, make it better. If the Overall thing wasn't just the Emperor is back, the, the worst bad guy ever is back. The you know, Last Jedi sets up 
in two ways, this is maybe something I didn't even really realize about it before, but it sets up that anyone can use the force. Anyone can be the, you know, anyone can join the resistance. We need the people. And likewise, it sets up there is not just a bad guy. Mm-hmm. There's not just Kylo Ren or whatever. There are all these people who are contributing to the forever war, as you've said. Right. Let's double down on that. I, what I think is silly about the opening of this movie is that if you set up that we've put out a call, why would you? Why do we spend the movie with the resistance once again being like, no one's coming, no one's helping us? That's what we just did. We did that in the first movie, right? Or I mean, in the second movie, that was the whole point. Was like, they're all of the resistance is now on one ship. It's like everybody, and no one's gonna come and help them. And then if this one, if then this movie opened with, you know. Ray and everyone, they're on the Falcon. The day is saved. She's a Jedi. Like, third movie, fucking First Order is, like, on their heels, man. It's it's not going well. Like, they're they're failing. It's systematically. They're failing. The Resistance is, it's the it's the fleet that we see at the end of the movie where it's all these janky-ass ships. It's all these people who are like, no, I, I am. I'm with the Resistance. And then when the Emperor shows up as, like, ha, 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 I knew you would need me. Let's build a fleet. I had, you know, if you come to the dark side, blah, 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 whatever it would be. Him already having the ultimate Star Destroyer fleet is fucking goofy. Right. It's just goofy. Was, uh, okay. I liked, uh, I'm sorry. Can I say something that I liked about Kylo really quickly? Or at least the the Kylo story for as goofy as that had also kind of become. I really appreciated because at the beginning, when it was just like, oh, now he's just going to join the Emperor? That blows. I liked when we were about halfway through when they're on the, the Death Star wreckage or whatever, or wherever that is, the Star Destroyer wreckage. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, she and and Kylo's like, no, I'm going to kill the Emperor. Like, you need to do that with me. I'm, I'm not, he's not, I'm not doing Snoke again. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just follow somebody this guy's going down and I need your help. I was like, well, that's very interesting. That said, it was a little bit of a repeat of the, the, I said the ballroom fight, the, what was it? The throne room fight in last Jedi. Right. Where he's good. Now he joined her. He killed the guys. He killed Snoke. But what he's saying is you need to join me to be, to so that together we can be Darth Vader. <laughs> and it's yes. like, I, but I, I guess what I'm saying is I appreciated at the time that I was sort of like, oh, why is he just now following the emperor, you know? Right. Like, like but I, so I liked that then it was like, no, no, he's not. He's not really. I, I think that I, I don't, but I, I mean, it, it really does just become Snoke again then because the arc happens exactly the same. Exactly. Like he has the plan to, to betray. He My should goodness. have killed Palpatine in that first scene. Yes. If he just, if Palpatine was like, I can make you the new Darth Vader, and he just fucking cuts his head off, cool. Bye. No, we're not doing that. Yep. That would be, uh, yeah. I feel, I kind of do feel bad for JJ. Part of me feels bad for him, part of me doesn't. Because they're really, the, the, the conspiracy theory mind out there that there is some hidden cut of this movie. There was a great uh, tweet for, by, by Jenny Nicholson where she's, she said like, you know, People are just mad. Uh, they want to have this this concept where JJ has this evil woman boss that forced him to make a bad movie, and there's oh, a version yeah, of it yeah. where Palpatine is not like the final antagonist. It's like the problem. The problem yeah. is inherently that Palpatine is back as the bad guy. That's just right yeah. off the bat is a ridiculous thing to do. Um. Yeah. And kind of just, you know, ha- have him be in 30 seconds, say, actually, I have been every single voice inside your head. It, it is the most late season uh, cartoon show bullshit. And it, it makes you pull back and yeah. remember that this is uh, family action entertainment. But man, holy cow. But come on, it doesn't matter. Who cares? That's just not an excuse, especially not now. Right. It's not an excuse. It just it just bums me out is all. And, and especially we've talked about it, but. And obviously they had a little, they had, I don't know, they had a lot more time, but like to see Endgame come out this year right? and for all of its, for all of its problems to see that just really stick the landing exactly as an ending, as a satisfying ending and a satisfying conclusion for people who love this series. And it has the same like problem with actually killing people. And it has the same problem with the solutions being a little <laughs> ridiculous. Right. 
or the next bad guy, he also wants to take over the world. Like it has all those same issues, but like you see Endgame and you're like, no, no, I get it. And that's be- that's because also as far- even if you just want to call it the Thanos thing, even if in The Last Jedi they introduced that the Emperor was back and then he was also in this one, you would at least, that be- it wouldn't be as stupid. We would be like, oh, right, fascinating. Um, and I, I think what's very confusing here is that, so Mandalorian is a different thing, but I think it's a bit of a Game of Thrones situation where the studio, uh, the, or, you know, whoever's in control, in charge here, seems to kind of just want to get this one out to <laughs> to wrap this whole thing up. You know what I mean? Where we have the last season of Game of Thrones or you have this last uh, end of this, the Skywalker saga, and you, you have this hype around it. But I mean, obviously something happened here, like something in the studio happened here that made this thing fall apart. It's it, it not only perf- it's underperforming. First of all, people are calling it a flop. It's not a flop, but it is it's certainly performing below expectations. And it reviewed it's critically crazy. below I- everyone's expectations. It's the lowest reviewing Star Wars movie, I think, ever. Right. I've seen I've seen most of them like or at least I saw the last two of them like three or four times when it was out, I would go with different people and see it again. And right. I really, I thought I was going to see rise of Skywalker again. I've gone once. Right. I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know. I, don't I know mean, if I'm going again. and it was a similar thing with, with game of Thrones where you have this final season and it's significantly critically lower. And it's, it's not just because people disliked, you know, the ending or like what you did at the very end or didn't like the way that it ended. It's, it's like every step of this final act has been, has been flubbed. It's like, it, it's not only flubbed, but also seems to, not be within line of what we know the series to be right and then so the reason i'm drawing this comparison is because both of these franchises have the studios going we got more down the line you know like start like we got disney out here talking about like the next trilogy and how it's going to take place like 400 years in the past and the same thing with hbo like we have four game of thrones things it's like i i don't really know if we're all super excited about this still. You really just, right. you just did a ton of damage to the IP in an era where there is infinity IP and infinity places for me to spend my time. And and for Disney to not realize that they just did, I wouldn't say it's fatal damage to the Star Wars IP, but significant, significant like damage to, totally. to just the, the perception of Star Wars among fans and just regular audiences. I don't know how I what are regular people saying about this? I haven't talked to just like any it's all been film nerd and Star Wars nerd people. I get a feeling like I liked it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I get a feeling most people are just going to kind of dig this because it it is very easy. It's remarkably easy. Well, it's what they know about Star Wars, too, which is fine. But that's like, you know, you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, the emperor, right? He's the guy. I fucking love Babu Frick. I freaking love babu fuck i love this is you tim talking yes yeah he's great i freaking love babu fuck i fuck with him heavy he's so cute yeah he's a he's like a walrus bird cat Dude, the fucking the the c-3po memory thing was funny too yeah that was like at first i was like oh this is kind of what are we doing? It was a good gag. And then he's my oldest friend. That was a pretty funny thing. Yeah, he's, he's one of my oldest friends. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I, the, the banter in it was fun. That's what I mean. Like from moment to moment, I'm having a fine time. Um, it just as the third movie. Yes, dude, it's absolutely. All these, that's no. why these. Are, that's why so much of it feels weird. Because right. even like the girl that Poe is into. Or has a history with. Why are we in the third movie? And that's the thing we're hearing. About. I love like, my favorite part is like we just see that she has a sexy body and eyes. Yeah, like we know yeah. that's all we need to know about her. The perfect woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 As the third in a franchise, yeah. and and I mean it's their own damn fault for going the end of the Skywalker trilogy. Everything yeah, that has yeah. ever well, been Star Wars is ending. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, maybe just they don't do a trilogy. Pitch it that way. Maybe don't do a trilogy. Maybe like maybe when the last Jedi blew the wheels off of it, you just go fuck it. We're doing more because like yeah. to, to to why why back yourself into a corner with the trilogy if you're no longer on like the reverence track with the other two uh, trilogies? Like why not just fucking blow the wheels off of it? There was no plan. Yeah, I would watch more Ray. I would watch more right now. That's they, that's what I was said, saying. Hey, we're doing, yeah. Actually, we're, do, we're doing another one with Ray and and. and it's just not. It's nonsense to wrap it up. Nonsense to wrap. And I, I mean, obviously, they they 
extenuating circumstances had to walk, work around Carrie Fisher, but Carrie Fisher dying in this was fucking phenomenally ridiculous. Just passing away I by choice. Did not like. I did not like Princess Madlib by any stretch. Yeah. That really, really bummed me out because I could just and maybe it's maybe it's the curse of knowing that that's what they did. And if you didn't realize you would maybe wouldn't question it, but it really felt like they I mean, because it's what they did is they had we have these lines. She says never t- trust a droid. Right. Yep. We know she says that. All right. What should what should we do? Oh, how about this? What if the person right before she says that says I don't I or which no, not never trust, never underestimate a droid. And then the person right before should say something like, um, I underestimate droids. That that works. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, it, it and is I was really like, weird. That's how they solved every problem of what lines they had with her. It bummed me out so big. I was saying it reminds me of when uh when Isaac Hayes left South Park and they, they edited all of his lines yes. to be like, yeah. I have gay sex in your rectum, children. It's like just to make him yeah. out to be a monster. Yep. Yep, yep, very, yep, very yep, yep. funny. Um, that show used to be good. <sighs> that bummed me out. Anyway, but yes, it, it is. It's extremely ridiculous. And and the, the the saber of I will or in the saber back someday. Two scenes later, I, I think I've heard you've earned the saber back. back. <laughs> now I yeah. need the beam sword. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. I forgot when I put it when I gave it to you. I forgot I have a fucking stick. Oh, yeah, so I give did. me that back. Very, very um, odd. I mean, okay, so we, and we could also talk about the Ray Low romance. Um, uh, full disclosure: Kelly loves Raylo. She thinks that they belong together. Um, and I, I think I, I don't. Yeah, what? I don't mind. Get, make it put them together. What? Whatever. They've been circling each other the whole, the whole series. Fine. What? But obviously, Ray and Finn was what they were doing. What? No. Huh? What? No. Ray, he has something to tell her. He's force sensitive. That's what he had to tell yeah, her. That sucks. I think that's good. Nah, Tim. Come on. Oh, Tim, I f- can't believe I fucking just listened to you. Listen to just me. Then. I don't know. <laughs> I, look, I think that Ray, anybody was a mistake. I think what they should have done is just not have her be in any kind of romantic Which relationship with they anybody. They kind of did that. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what happened. Yep, that's, that is more or less what happened. Um, and So, okay, let me just start from the top. Uh, Kylo should have survived. The Rise of Skywalker should have been Ben Skywalker, like, you know, Ben, someone who actually has the blood. Like her, her being the Skywalker that rises for makes frankly no sense at all. Like I, I don't quite understand her, the, the significance of her taking the title of Skywalker. Yeah. Right. Or taking the last name. And I don't really you quite understand the title. I, I do agree <laughs> with the assessment that they're... he should have been forced to like, she should have done the ultimate good act of giving up her life for him. <clears throat> and I mean, having him live on as like a cursed man trying to, make amends for that for that immense terrible thing that he did because the fact yeah, of that, him that dying work, yeah you're you're right but i feel I, I don't know i feel like that's more comeuppance than what he got because it, the kylo ren does terrible awful shit throughout all of these movies yeah. like seriously I, I star killer is on him um even in just the first scene he orders like the mass murder of like a bunch of refugees the first scene of the first movie it, it's very yeah. strange the way that we just he gets uh, cleaned up. I think that's very frustrating. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Kylo. I, I was going to say, I wonder how freaked out they were when that trailer came out and the, or when, you know, the title reveal, it's called Rise of Skywalker. And everybody started to be like, whoa, is it, is it like a noun? Like is Skywalker gonna be like a thing, and it's a, it's more of a Jedi who is both light and dark because that's what Luke was, and that's yeah they're gonna sort of adopt his last name as like there are Jedi, there are Sith, and there are Skywalkers, and wow. And then if they were like, well, hearing that that discourse and going like, fuck, <laughs> I'm sure that's pretty good. I'm sure that's that pretty they, good. They... No, nah, it's just the guy. It's just the name. Actually, everybody, it's just the family. Yeah, that he's just some. <laughs> I think if I was a if I was a screenwriter, what I would do is I would make a trailer for something, have no script written, just have it just be a general trailer, and then have just steal everyone's ideas that they extrapolate. So then I can now rewrite the whole thing. Yeah. The top comment on Reddit. It's I mean, honestly, sometimes I there's no way that they don't mind Reddit for concepts and ideas. Because there's I've seen some of the best 
fucking pitches and twists and changes for this movie on just somebody's Twitter yeah. being like, why wasn't it this? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. That's a great idea. Gary Tremarchi keeps talking about um, specifically with Finn and his arc and how strange that is. It's so weird. Trilogy. Cause, cause it's kind of like, what is it exactly? Nothing. Um, he obviously as a defector should have been like, maybe it's in this movie. Maybe this rise of Skywalker opens and he's, he's, uh, freeing stormtroopers or he's like ra- he's convincing them to turn on the first order and that's part of why oh shit this isn't working like we keep coming up against these people and then every so often we're not only like losing or getting blown up but we keep we're losing stormtroopers there are stormtroopers on the resistance side in gear yeah like fighting for the resistance and, the, uh, and they're, they're painted they have the resistance symbol on them now and that would be cool wouldn't it right yeah, turns out because I don't even I'm not even saying that as like a fan fiction thing of like, what if there were stormtroopers who were good guys? I mean, that like literally Finn's arc was defector stormtrooper. Why isn't he like what? What's the conclusion of that? In my opinion, I think Gary's right on the money. Yeah, he, he's he's getting people. He's getting people out. I agree. And I his his arc really is one of the most frustrating because I, I think that he's the character that I care the most about. And I have cared the most about since The Force Awakens. You know, like ever since yeah. they're, they're, the moment in The Force Awakens where he's got uh, Poe's jacket on and he's confronting Kylo, uh, just, you know, Ray's out of commission and he's confronting Kylo with the lightsaber and he activates just some guy, just some lightsaber yeah. up. Like, first of all, like not to be too Id Pole about it, but like a black guy up against who this guy who is supposedly the most like lineage important person in the universe, Ben Solo. Right. The descendant of of uh, Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, these these storied characters. And this guy doesn't even have a name. He's just a bunch of numbers and he's up against Star Wars. And and, it, and like you'd think that that would be what this new trilogy should be about, like the rise of people like that, of like people activating and, and Ray being no one. It, it's yeah, it's bizarre. The rise of Finn. Yes. No, exactly. <laughs> I agree. The rise of F1. F1 experiment. Yes. 626, whatever. (laughs) TR8R. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It really, yes. It's frustrating to, to go back to the, the lineage thing to just dig with that. I'm going to need you to give me some credit for that Lilo and Stitch ref. What? Uh, S experiment 626. Okay. Yeah. Well, credit given. All right. I'll, I'll notate it in the chat or in the details. Thank you. I'll give it, I'll give credit there. This one is weird. Little sound. We need sound effects where there's just like little like like party like cha-ching. Like someone does a good <laughs> it does a good ref credit ref credit the, 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 that's a ref good job I don't know why anyway, that one yeah so you want- very interestingly um we so the Mandalorian is also out right. Sure is. And um, I feel like this is actually more in lineage. The Rise of Skywalker is more in lineage with Mandalorian than it is with the other two movies in the quote unquote new trilogy. They really think that they do adopt the same philosophy of like, let's just put a bunch of pleasing imagery on screen, not really spend too much time mucking around in the mud and just kind of go and just kind of like give you a story. Dude, the first season does the same shit. Skywalker does as far as a final entry thing like the ending of the why are we just meeting the guy now right. who's got the cool saber why why what the fuck was that about why wasn't that whole show this dude's on his tail well because Dom they, the they, they needed to do cowboy pastiches they needed to put him in various places and you <laughs> yeah, know what they needed to yeah, I, honestly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I dig that I really do I, I like shows that kind of adopt that philosophy of we're gonna do a episode to episode thing for the first season and then dive into lore in season two just to kind of give you a Fine. vibe of like, do you like but, the character and have them be okay. a vehicle? Here's my overarching. I don't want to, I'm not going to, ins- I'm not trying to like be mean to people who've loved the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I understand fully and deeply how you can like it. I understand how it's fun, fine. It's fun. Every episode I've said, the biggest thing I'll give it credit for is I think every single episode has at some point a very like inspired Star Wars sequence of some like just something i haven't seen before or something that's it's like oh that looks great mm-hmm. or that's cool uh, like you know it always gives it gave me something every episode in that regard however i think it has like 
extremely terrible dialogue. I think it feels so frequently like people playing pretend in Star Wars that it's like it, I couldn't believe people were buying into it sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I, what I don't understand is people who have left this first season of The Mandalorian and love it or think that like objectively it's a good <clears throat> show. I know that sounds mean, but I, I'm, I can't quite – Get it. I can understand you being like, it's fun. It's because here's this is the big this is the this is the expectations versus reality. This is the pitch versus what we get. They pitched to me from day one of like we're doing a Mandalorian show. They pitched, you know, Star Wars, dark Western, like a like a he's it's going to be a little more serious. Even that first trailer, dude, where he like from the first episode when he when he shoots the guy and closes the door around him. I was like, whoa, that's cool. Oh, Stormtrooper helmets on on you know, spikes, the fall of the empire. Oh, look how it's, it's the, the dark corners of the star Wars universe. And then that's not what it is. It's a very fun, It's Dr. Who that the, the first season, it is very Dr. Who very in, in like to, in that weird kind of family friendly, this can be violent, but to a certain extent. And it, right. it's a very strange line that it rides it, it, because so they're doing things incredibly brutally. Like the, the part where the the forge master is fighting the stormtroopers and smashing in their helmets with hammers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, presumably yes. destroying their skulls, but there's no blood. There's presumably. no, there's no, you know. Likewise, when people get shot with a blaster, there's no real damage. They just kind of like die and fall down. The way, it, you go, Owie! it's a very new age kind of show where the production values are sky high, but man, it is just deeply camp. Um, hang on. And that's fine. Cause but again, this is just where I'm talking about. What, what did you tell me the show was versus right. what it is? And then also like objectively, dude, I said it pretty much every single episode, even the first episode, I, I was like, this is weird. And like the blue guy I thought didn't fit in star Wars at all. Like, and not, I'm not trying to be like the precious fan person either, but I mean, just truly when you're, when you have a tone of a franchise, that's now nine <laughs> movies and TV shows and this and that, I didn't really like, I was like, what, what are we What's this? Yeah. This doesn't, this feels bizarre. This doesn't even feel like a person acting in Star Wars. This feels like a comedy actor, like in makeup, be doing a thing. And maybe I'm missing some core piece of Star Wars. Maybe that is completely lined up or, yeah. or whatever. But I was in me, I was instantly like, this is a strange show. I was, I was extremely not on board. And then Baby Yoda. Yeah. I mean, I said this on beef and then I was like, fuck, that's a good pitch. Yep. Boba Fett carrying around Baby Yoda. Cool. I, you know, sure. And I, I, I know don't he's not Boba Fett now. I know they've, I know they've revealed, I know that I've really put all my money on that yeah. fucking block. <laughs> no, I, mean, I was, I was right there cool. with you. And then, <laughs> then when he said Din Djarin, I was like, come again? I'm, I'm sorry. Sucks. Well, well so hey, then who knows, even, man? even when, but when they cut back to him as a child and uh, they put him in the, in the, the little dumpster and then the, yeah. the droid rips him out and then a Mandalorian saves him and reaches in. I'm like, it's Boba Fett. Boba Fett saved so, him. That was me too. That was what I said. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. Turns out no, no, no. But it is another um, thing where he, it, uh, they're actually death hunters, and they were they were led by uh, blah, 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 like some Mandalorian. Blah, blah. It, they do have some kind of tie in to the the new Mandalorian but canon. But goddamn, as don't a give reveal a though, as a reveal, yes, of that's who he is. Yeah. He never takes off his helmet. It's Star Wars. Who could it be? Nine movies deep. It's gonna be someone or it's something. He just takes off the helmet. It's like, yeah, okay, it's Pedro Pascal. It's, it's television who, actor Pedro Pascal. Who, who is he? I'm a Mandalorian. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, okay. Right. I was raised by Mandalorians. I was a rescue. Oh, is that not how they all do? Like, when they revealed the Mandalorians are, like, not a racer that you, you get taken in and trained or whatever, I was like, did we not know that? Yeah. Like, that, that didn't surprise me. It was just like, uh, uh, oh, okay. The show yeah, is remarkably... So, here and here's my other issue with it, because the show is apparently incredibly in on it and there's another show out this season the witcher that is remarkably similar in tone where look i it's not that they don't want you to take it seriously but there is a level of expected camp you know what i mean like the fact that they're not putting I'm fine with that i'm fine with expected camp i really am i don't know why i i genuinely think and i'm not trying to be too mean but i like i really just think that the mandalorian was was I don't think it was written well. Yeah. I don't think it. Oh, it's absolutely like it just not. Was a, it's not. But from the from the moment to moment of like, it, there's just so much money put into it, and a lot of times the fun actiony Star Wars shit is worth the price of admission. Honestly, even like skipping to it is. And goddamn, every single scene with that damn baby puppet is just fantastic. Is great. Yeah. Honestly, except for I 
I didn't like the woman on Tatooine taking care. I it's just all, so much of it felt so weird. I don't know why. I don't know what it is that I that was the show was doing. But every time it like introduced someone new, I was like, "Why are you dressed up like Star Wars?" Yeah, like, but like I, I think that's a, that was a part of it. Like um, her specifically. So much of this was guest stars of of a of a nature coming. It felt very like yeah. an old school TV show where it's like, "Oh, here's um, uh, here's Amy Sedaris now." Like in Star Wars, goofing it up and doing her thing. Here's Bill Burr in Star Wars, you know, goofing it up, doing his thing. And I adored that because it has so little reverence for Star Wars. I, I adored that because it, <laughs> it really is just having fun. That's fine. I I don't mind a reverence. I'm not. It's, it's just there's a there's something texturally. And I, obviously I'm in the minority here for the people who have watched it. Like people really love this show. So something's clicking. It's scratching an itch. It's a bad show way. for sure. Tim, I was never, I was not going to watch it. I, I got four episodes in and I think I didn't finish the fourth one. Not even like I turned it off angrily, but like I was, I was like, oh, I'll watch the rest later. And then just never did. And then it got to like the seventh episode and people kept saying, oh, it's getting good, man. Like you think you need to watch it. It actually, there's like a cool twist or something. And I went, oh, all right. And I put it on and. The Bill, I liked the Bill Burr episode. I really did, actually. I think he was weirdly enough. Dude, he for was being doing a most, great job. I don't know what it was about it. Like the fact, maybe it's because that's something that's very Star Warsy to me. Is someone who's like an actor that has like such a fucking thing, and then it's weird because he did just seem like this asshole mercenary guy who would be out there doing it. Yeah, he's from he, as you called it, Space Boston. <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> Remarkably, yeah, uh, Space Dorchester. Uh, remarkably. Uh, Taking it seriously, like doing a really good job. Yes. That, maybe that was what it was, was I felt like he was trying to have genuine, like human responses. Like he picked, he was like, this is my character. This dude's, uh, he got mad at stuff. You could tell he was like, he was just really doing right. it. And he, he wasn't he, like, but he was also complicated. Like he, he had, um, he had like soft spots, you know, clearly. Yeah, he, and maybe that's just writing. Yeah, could be. But everybody else seemed to be but kind think, of a ridiculous caricature and he wasn't. Yeah. Even Clancy Brown, so I don't know, here, man. who was who was a legacy. I performer. genuinely yeah. Like doing it, you know, doing yeah, a great man. job, the Kurgan himself. And he's just like, yeah. oh, my character. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's like kind of like a devil, but he's in space. <laughs> hey, he's kind of like a bad guy. He doesn't really like others. Yeah. Love that. We love he's kind of like a you know in Star Wars, how if there was a devil? Yeah. That's what that would be basically yes. what I want to do. I would love that. And to then John Favreau was like, sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will st to to jump way 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 back talking about stuff that was kind of abandoned from AU. Um, I really do still think that the direction for Star Wars should have been from a threat from outside of the galaxy far far away. I really love that concept because you have such mm -hmm. a strong universe established in Star Wars. The instinct to expand it and like add more, add more shit like within the galaxy. That's totally fine. But I, I really like the idea of them having this back and forth for years between the Jedi and the Sith. And then here comes this force of like just just impossible to understand. Like an alien invasion in an alien already alien world is a very fun concept to me. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's the, that's the joke we've talked about of like, you know, them yeah, just in one the, of the powwow <laughs> scenes. And then like one of the aliens is like, <laughs> and everyone goes, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> the Empire has gathered their forces. Like, Holy shit, dude. That guy's got nine heads. What the hell? What the fuck is that thing? <laughs> yes. Seeing a star, seeing an alien in Star Wars. What would that be like? Because everyone always is so cool about yeah. all of them. <laughs> You know, popular aliens such as the Wolfman. Neem <laughs> Numb. Are you like a, do you have like a, somebody else's face on top of your face? Or like, what is that? What are you doing there? Anyway, I'm enjoying my Heir to the Empire book. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, watch, watch the Rebels. Our buddy Thrawn shows up in Rebels. He's the main bad guy. In a so I hear people love Thrawn, dude. Yeah. And I heard his name a million times and I saw like, you know, all his fucking fan art and oh, he's blue. But I, I, I see it now. I think I get why people, people are into him. He's a cool, he's a cool bad guy. Yeah. He's a, he's a Dracula kind of figure. Yeah. And they added him, they added him back. Yeah. And cause now him. the, the book, the books that he's in now are canon now. Well, Sort of. 
Are they? Are the right? books canon? I think they just brought him. Not, like they, him as a concept, they brought back into the fold as the main bad guy in Rebels. That's what I was saying. That's what I meant. So he, they're, they're, they've brought him, and now he's canon again. Is what I'm saying. Right, but the like he he because he didn't before when they got rid of all the fucking exactly books. And that's I guess that's just the way that they're gonna play this. I mean, we we do you know what else is fucking? Go ahead. No, please. What else is fucking? I was gonna say, you know what else is really dirty? Ooh. I've been I've been reading this shit on my goddamn phone. Yuck. Not not illegally. Like I bought it for four bucks on that books app, and I thought I was gonna hate it. I thought I was like, ah, no, I want the physical book, dude. It rocks, it's so especially good. when it's like a Star Wars book. Because now what happens is it's truly become the thing where like I'm just standing in line or whatever. I'm gonna read a page of Star Wars really quick. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Instead of like scrolling on my phone or whatever, I'm just like, you know what? You know what I would like to do is see what Luke Skywalker's up to. See, here's the thing. <laughs> and then I get you could skip all of that and just plug your headphones in and have someone else read it to you. You don't even. Nah, need I don't need other voices. Look. No, I want to do the voices in my head. That's the because pre- the my impression of Han Solo in my own head is better than anyone's gonna do. Yeah, it's just he he sounds perfect in my head. <laughs> I've never heard anyone do like a, a killer Harrison Ford impression. Ah, oh, Jamie can do one. And I will say, oh yeah, that's true, Jamie. Um, I will say, Chit, he's literally been on the show. <laughs> a very, very yeah, famous yeah. for his Harrison Ford impression. Um, yeah, I will say so that the scenes with with Harrison Ford in this really drive home how just terrific of casting Adam Driver was as his son. Um, their their noses touch, and it is like a forced dyad when their noses are face to face. Is an olfactory dyad. You're like, wow, they really do look remarkably similar. Um, yeah, and I remember I didn't thinking that about the Force I Awakens. I remember thinking, as soon as you saw him in The Force Awakens, I remember him going, oh, that's Leia and Han's son, for sure. Like, he li- genetically looks like that. Um, which I thought was I think for, very clever. For me, the problem is I don't think Adam Driver looks like any other human who's ever he been He does alive. not, no. So, so to me, when I, I was like, hold on a second. They had Adam Driver? Yeah. Like they, <laughs> well, look, you know, sometimes... with it? Is that like a force defect? Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Whatever. Does that mean? I didn't mean to be. He's not like an ugly person. I just genuinely, I, he's so, he's such a, he's got a long nobody head. Else. Like, he's got a long head and it goes at an angle. Yeah. It's remarkable. We were walking around Star Wars in Disneyland and yeah. there's the part with, with Kylo and he comes by and of course he interrogates someone. And uh, yeah. first of all, it needs to be said of how outrageously large Kylo Ren's head is at the Disneyland parks, because they do yeah. the mask. The mask is done like a like a character mask where they have to be able to like breathe into it. And I, and I guess there's technology in there that's that's broadcasting sound. So they just kind of look like Slenderman <laughs> like walking around with a huge malformed, outrageous head. Yeah. And uh, Kylo comes up and he interrogates a family. I heard you with the first order, you know, doing that whole bit. And uh, oh, hold he on, walks sorry. away. Is, keep, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Sure. Sorry. He walks away and uh, immediately Kelly says, oh, OK, I get it. I understand. I was like, mm-hmm. what, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I understand. I understand why people are attracted to Kylo Ren. I'm like, Kelly, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is a performer in Disneyland. Yeah. Doing Kylo Ren. But like. I don't know what it is about Kylo and Ray. That's that some speaks, lanky 20 year old yep, in there. Just some abuse. <laughs> well, I mean, Shit. Kylo is a lanky 30 year old. Like it's not that far off. Shit. They look at well, anybody and go perfect. Uh, but there is something to be said, I guess, for the, the Kylo Ren. Like it, it's the same people that were into fucking Edward, man. It's like, I, I guess there's just something about this brooding, uh, yeah. hateful dude that you have like a great connection with. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. There's something to it, but uh, Kylo Ren's a piece of because shit. Because he looks at you and he goes like, I can see why you're nothing. And everyone goes like, <laughs> oh my God. Fuck. God, he nailed it. He fucking nailed it. I'm nothing. I am it's nothing. True. Don't be afraid. We're just in Star Wars. That's what he said to Ray oh. when they're connecting through the forest. So don't I, be afraid, Daisy. It's just we're, we're pretending. Ray, Kylo Ren. Oh God! 
What the fuck? I don't know why. My my Kylo Ren is exactly the same as my Philip Seymour Hoffman. And also my Don Draper. (laughs) I'm Don Seymour. Don Seymour Hoffren. Seymour Hoffren. I love how you're not saying it's Adam Driver. You're saying it's very specifically Kylo Ren. (laughs) Don Seymour Hoffren is my new character. It's a star. That's a fucking Star Wars name, baby. <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, oh, my name. My name is is Het Kalan. Yeah, my name is is Beth Beth Calto. Dude, uh, my name is Don Seymour. Me- hello, hello. Yes, I am Don Seymour. Yeah, I'm, I'm Rick Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, uh, the, in the book, dude, that has been something that's driving me fucking bananas. What, Star Wars names. That all these dumb Star Wars names of things and people that you cannot pronounce. It's like T F H apostrophe O A H H. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who's that? <laughs> what are you saying? It's like the what, guy what knew it, it was like just going to be red. It's like the Kuthan. <laughs> <laughs> but they say it a hundred times, like very much. And it's like in emotion. <laughs> the Thakuthan. I had to look up how to see. Do you know what's his name? Um, Sabaoth, Sabaoth? No. The the Jedi, he's like a Je- he's a dark Jedi, which was Sith not a thing? What? When did they start saying Sith? Um I'm not quite sure because that's that like one of the things that they retcon. And he shoots lightning out of his hands mm-hmm. like the emperor, but they don't call him a Sith. They say he's a Jedi and he keeps saying I'm a Jedi master. Yeah, maybe that's so What the fuck's that about? I don't know, let's google it. Uh, what, what, which one well, was? Be careful, which one was Kit Fisto? I don't know who that well, is. Yet, be careful, why? Because if I if I if I Google pre no, if I Google pre canon information, the Disney police come. Yeah, they knock on your door like the hey, forbidden hey, 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 Don't read that. Yeah, the forbidden texts. Um, no, because I I'm stupidly. I'm not going to tell you who, because I don't want you to tell me even more about this person. But like there was a name in the book and I was like, I know this name. I know who, I, I don't know, remember why, but I know who this is. And I thought, oh, is this a character in Clone Wars or Rebels or something? And I just wanted I've had to do it a couple times where they'll say like an alien as if I know what the fuck that looks like. Yeah. And it's like important to for like it's a character. And I'm like, well, Jesus, I got to go. And I go to Google and I type in the character or the, the alien. And then I typed in this character's name and immediately like in the name there was a spoiler that I didn't know. Like I was right. I recognized the name, but I didn't remember why. And then it was instant. I was like, why would I do that? Why would with 40 years of star Wars things, what I think at the beginning of this book where I care about what happens and I don't know what happens. Why on earth? Oh yeah. Type in the person's name on Google. I mean, the the, the concept of a wiki is already just like, Hey, here's everything that's in the book in, in a separate order. You know what I mean? Like a separate (laughs) order. Unless I'm gonna like that's the next. That's the fucking new. Yeah, see, this is a new trilogy. The separate man. order. The separate order. A dark Jedi is just basically anybody who was a Jedi or is a Force user um, that uses dark powers, but is not a member of the Sith. So like, not like the, gotcha. the rule of two, and they don't have all the Sith that live within them. They're just some dark guy. Hmm. Some evil Jedis. Hi, it's me. <sighs> what was his name again? Don Seymour. Don uh, Don Seymour. Goffren. Hi. Oh, we're the dyad, man. Fuck. Gee, I'm sorry, man. We're the dyad. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Is that Philip Seymour yeah, Hoffman? Yeah, fucking hell, man. I'm having fun with this. <laughs> the force, man. The force is just a... It's all a game. I'm just doing a pitch. Pitching Star Wars. Doing Don Draper. I'm not going to do I it for write you. some Star Wars, dude. This shit rules. It would be good. I love it. I feel like they've reboot the comics every couple of years. And I don't know if any of them are any I, good. But I, I'll put my name on the on the open mic, you know. I would like to write. See if, see if I get, yeah, see if I get called up. Chicken soup for the soul. Um, so they're talking about that new Star Wars series, Beyond Obi-Wan. And they're talking about it being Dr. Aphra. Beyond, and I have not read those Beyond comics, Obi-Wan. but I hear that they are very good. Um, uh, Say the name of them Do- again. Doctor Afra, I think, is the name of the the comic books. They've been running for a while. I think they've got like sixty issues, which is kind of uncommon. Doctor Acula. Yes. Um, uh, Interesting. I, I'm trying to remember what the what the concept is. I, I think it's something. Just I don't remember. 
doesn't matter. I don't care. Okay, great. No, that's great. Well, anyway, I guess that's it. Oh, the pitch is, uh, is over. The pitch is what if oh. what if Indiana Jones was in Star Wars, and that's what that's what she is going to just. Like, Do you mean Han Solo? Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. No, the actual one, like the like uh like going archaeologists and going to ancient gotcha. Star that's Wars cool. temples and. Dude, I've said it before. I said it in a questions video like a hundred years ago that if I was ever going to do Star Wars, I think I would want to do the f- the story of the first lightsaber. Okay. That shit rules to me. What did that look like? Shit! Dude! Ow, fuck. Look at what I made! Well, I put a hole in the top. I didn't think it was going to come out the damn side. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm ready to go. I'm sweating. Yeah, goodbye. We'll do more Star Wars soon. Thanks We're for, doing games. Thanks for listening. No, we don't have to. We'll do more Star Wars very we soon. Should probably, we should probably at least do the predictive text thing for Rise of Skywalker because oh, yeah, I, I, I guess, think we'll get something. I guess we will. Okay. Put it in your phone. I got a new phone. It's too new. It doesn't understand. So it's just trying to be like Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker was a hello. (laughs) 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 It's too new. All right. Great. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. Gonna kick it off. Uh, predictive text movie review. Basically, type in the name of the movie. I don't think I explained this. Type in the name of the movie and use your phone's predictive text built a uh, complete review about the film. Mine is Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is the only thing I have, but it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. It's it's all yeah. I, it's the only thing, but don't worry for don't worry. That's about how it. I feel about it. Yeah, I got um. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker Day, y'all. We got our Christmas party. We got our dinner party. And we had dinner. (laughs) There we go. Did you see it on Christmas? Did you see it opening night? I saw it uh, opening day. I did not go opening night. What were your feelings walking out of that theater? Before we go. Uh, Digestion. I was disappointed. I was like, I wasn't like mad, but I was like, hmm. It was weird. <laughs> like that is kind of how I felt. I was like, hey, what did I think about that? <laughs> yeah. Like a tragedy. I was disappointed because I was expecting to, I really was expecting to walk out like crying. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to. Yeah. Cause dude, fucking force awakens that ending shit. Ray getting the saber. That, that gives me a shiver. I agree. Anyway, what a world. I'm sorry. We this happened. It. That's all right. Oh well, the world presses on. There is always more media. That's that's the beef mantra. There is always Thrawn. <laughs>